following your schedule is just another form of discipline. People that are undisciplined have no freedom because they're very reactive and they're a slave to what comes along their way. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, guys. We are here with Agent Power Huddle. My name is Jesse Zagorski, one of your regular hosts of Agent Power Huddle. And we've got a guest today who's probably going to do most of the talking because he's an incredible he's an incredible agent, incredible human being. He's what we call an icon agent here at eXp Realty, which means he sells a lot of houses. And uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Justin Jersick in San Diego last year, but uh, he, cur- he typically lives in Ohio. So Justin, why don't you say hello to everybody, tell people uh, where you live, and then we'll talk about what our, uh, our topic is for the day. You guys didn't hear that text message, did you? Maybe? No, nah, right. no. Nah. Okay. Um, good morning, The Agent Collective. Um, my name is Justin Jersak. Um, I live in Northeast Ohio, so uh, about halfway between Cleveland and Akron. Um, so, yeah, this is my market. Yeah, and, and we're talking today about, uh, for a powerful agent, like a successful agent, creating a daily routine, right? That's what we're diving into. And we'll probably get into some more things like that too, because I know there's some other really interesting things Justin does to create his business and create consistency. Um, I'm on the road today. If you notice, I've got the Golden Gate Bridge behind me. I'm in an Airbnb in San Francisco. So um, do you, you hear me okay, Justin? Everything sounds all right? Sounds good. How do I sound? You sound like like a superstar. Perfect. Good. Ronnie gives good. a thumbs up. Thanks, Ronnie. The, <laughs> all right, cool. The internet in my office is working. Good. Nice. So uh, tell everybody first, just to give some context, how long have you been in the business and roughly like how many homes are you selling a year? Okay. Um, So actually um, I have uh, my anniversary of getting my real estate license was um, August 1st, 2013. So 10 years and two weeks as of today. (laughs) Um, I sell, well, the last three years, um, I feel like I've been doing the real estate business at a high level. Um, as a solo agent, um, I did in 2020, um, 2021, and 2022, each year at least 40 homes and average about 10 million a year. That, that's a lot of homes, Justin. Just, just so you know, like it, like depending on where you are in the country, you're like 10 million, you're like that's decent volume. Like everyone will agree. But when you hear how many homes it takes, that's 40 homes, right? That, that's a lot of sales. And you're, you're not a team. You don't have a bunch of other agents. It's like, it's you selling these houses, correct? So it's me, a transaction coordinator. Um, and then I have um, a part-time um, marketing assistant and um, a couple of agents that I will outsource um, showings to, or um, like sit at home inspections, final walkthroughs. So some things like that. Um, but for awesome. the most part, um, all the heavy lifting uh, I do myself. Well, well, I mean, so you do have some leverage and we'll probably get into talking about that. So you have a little bit, but it's not that when people think of a team structure, it's not the traditional team. I mean, you are the agent and and we should absolutely acknowledge your transaction coordinator. I didn't mean to leave her out by the way, because he is, he has a deep connection to his transaction coordinator, correct, Justin? Yeah, <laughs> I'm married to her. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we do want to acknowledge we do want to acknowledge that as well. All right, cool. So I know she's an integral part of a part of, part of that. 
Yeah. And it's not like I just brought my wife on to be my transaction coordinator. Before we were married, she had her own transaction coordinator business. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a serious operation that she runs and she handles, I mean, she probably processes about 40 to 50 transactions a month. So, um, she yeah. knows John. It, it was almost the opposite. Instead of you bringing on your transaction coordinator, you decided to marry your TC. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so first tip for anyone who wants a really high level business is just marry your transaction coordinator. That's a. That's right. It makes it tough for her to quit. All right. We got, at least, we got at least a couple of people that are smiling at that one. So let's dive in now to, in terms of creating your schedule, Justin. Um, did you always have the, like you're selling 40 homes a year. Did you always have the same schedule for the last 10 years or did it evolve over time? No, it evolved. Okay. Well, um, walk me through it kind of from, from where it started and what it, what it turned into. Well, it started with, with no schedule at all. Um, I kind of was, I guess, capable enough of just for a long time in my career, probably the first like six, seven years of just shooting from the hip and that, and just, you know, wake up whenever I felt like it, jump into work, get the work done and be very reactive. Um, so, uh, it, it evolved, uh, kind of out of necessity. Well, can, can we, can we pause that for a minute? So, so were you effective still when you were shooting from the hip, like, were you still able to sell a high level of homes those first few years or did it, did your volume was it? No, it was, it was, um, the production was lower. Um, okay. and the, uh, probably the first four years of my career, um, I was just kind of, um, walking around in the dark and it took, um, finding some good mentors to really show me like what the next level should look like. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, it, it was a work in progress for a long time. So, so what was some of like, what, what did it evolve into? Let, let's give people kind of that outline and we'll go into what were some of the lessons you learned. So how, how did you, when you first had that wake up, the realization that, okay, I need some structure. What did you start putting into place? So the, I think 2020 was probably, um, the like turning point of, you know, when I really got, um, religious about my schedule and you know, how I, I handled my life and everything like that. Um, in 2020, I sold 40 homes and it was kind of like a breakthrough year before that I had sold maybe 30 to 35 homes. I ended up selling 40 homes in 2020, but it was just, I mean, 2020 was a crazy year. And by the end of the year, um, I was totally stressed, maxed out. I mean, I loved the money that I was making, but I really didn't want to be a real estate agent anymore. And ended up um, meeting with one of my friends who runs, who he actually runs a team. And I just, you know, I was, you know, kind of just opened up to him about what I was going through. And um, he suggested adding some leverage with a showing assistant and a transaction coordinator. And once I had those pieces in place, I also had to, um, you know, look at myself from a leadership standpoint and what standard am I holding myself to? Um, how can I have employees that work for me? And I'm kind of just, you know, doing whatever, but I expect them to do, you know, a certain, you know, you know, certain, they, they have their own responsibilities, but what, what am I holding myself to? So uh, 2020 was like kind of the year everything shifted. Interesting. So, so you're kind of looking at like, how do you expect them to show up if you're not showing up at any certain time? Yeah. So, so, all right. So, so, so walk me through your day now. What, what's it look like? You, 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 I want to know the end result and then we'll kind of go back to like building it up. You, you wake up in the morning. Um, do you have like personal care? Then we'll, just walk me through your day. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take you through it. Um, and I'm going to start with the kind of like the mental perspective that I 
approach my day with. So um, everything in my schedule is designed to produce um, a great lead generation session in the morning um, that results in abundance of business. Um, this is the daily schedule that I followed in 2021 and 2022. I followed it to a T. Um, so um, I believe um, the number one indicator of success in your business is uh, the ability to be consistent. I think um, you know, most real estate agents get into the business and they drop the ball right there. And they're, they're behind the ball right there because they can't even be consistent. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of you have heard that they got into uh, people get into real estate because they like the freedom. Um, well, um, freedom is um, freedom reveals you. So um, I guess what, yeah, what I would say with that is um, freedom reveals who you are. Uh, another way to say that is um, if you've ever heard of the saying like money changes people, well, money is just financial freedom. It didn't actually change anyone. It just revealed who they are. So um, yeah, number one indicator in business is to be consistent. Consistency starts with a daily schedule. Um, I think that's where most um, small business owners fail. Um, most real estate agents, um, I mean, you have small business owners that, you know, have their shop open from like nine to five, but real estate agents technically are open 24 seven, right? So um, time management is crucial to you know, operate efficiently. Um, so um, the, the first thing that you can do as a real estate agent and your lifestyle and your daily schedule is get up at the same time every day. I and mean, most real estate agents don't even get up at the same time every day. So that was that was a big thing for me. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you have to get up at like 4, 4.30 or just you're, you're like, I mean, some of those um, coaches can just get like, it, it almost feels like too much, right? But whatever. <laughs> you're it doesn't matter. Even if it's seven or eight o'clock, it's still to get up at the same time. Correct. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super early. Like for me and the schedule that I'm about to get into, um, it was 5.30. You know, it was a little bit of a challenge, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't oppressive. But whatever works for you, just do it the same same day, you know, consistency day in and day out. Um, so let's see. Um, so the schedule that I'm going to show you is really just from when I wake up to noon. And it's basically just my morning. So if you think that if you can just control your morning, then you can control the rest of your day. But if you get if you get off to, you know, a, uh, a chaotic start, the rest of your day is going to be chaotic. So and the morning is when you can really. Um, work on like your own like development, you work on yourself. Um, yourself is more important than whatever your clients have going on. Because if you're not 100% for yourself, you can't be 100% for your clients. So um, th th that's why I put like so much emphasis on the morning schedule. Um, you know, it's simple, but it's not easy. I think we've all heard that. Um, and then I'll just uh, plug a quick like book recommendation. And this is kind of where I'll, once I read this book, a lot of like my daily schedule started to flow from this um, mentality. But um, it is, let's see, uh, The 12 Week Year by Brian Moran, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah I have it here in my notes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the premise of that book is to um, every 12 weeks, you know, you're doing like short sprints versus like a yearly marathon. So set a goal for 12 weeks, not annual. So, um, my goal during my schedule was to hit this schedule 12 weeks in a row. And then on the 13th week, you know, you can let up a little bit and then get back into it and, and go for another sprint. Um, it's, it's a lot easier to achieve short-term goals than long-term goals, but those short, short-term term goals will add up to your long-term goal. 
Um, and you know, a mentor of yours and not that I know him as well as you do, but, um, Brent Gove, you, you hear what he says is the, uh, the magic is in the motion, right? So get up, do what you're supposed to do. And it doesn't have to be super high level stuff, but just be consistent with a few basic activities. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, I, I think I was just going to say that also, Justin, it's funny. So some people listening to this, this might be the first time they're hearing about 12 week year, right? Some people, I saw some smiles as you said that, like, it's because some of the people here I know are fairly consistent. It's interesting because when you hear the same things over and over from successful people saying, this is what I do. This is what created success for me. It success leaves clues. And you start to see this pattern. You're like, okay, I should, I probably should be paying attention to this, right? Like, like even like, oh, I, I need, like, I just reminded me, I need to go back to my 12 week year. I, I it's a fantastic book. It really is. Anyway, continue on with your day. I just wanted to point that out. All right. So I'm going to uh, jump into the schedule here and uh, give me a minute to kind of get through it. Cause everything I do is uh, again, it's designed to um, lead up to a phenomenal lead generation ses uh, session that'll produce um, you know, an abundance of business. So um, like I said, um, my day was uh, I would start at five 30 in the morning, wake up, and uh, and grab a cup of coffee. So um, again, we, we said that most real estate agents can't be consistent. A good way to consistently wake up at the same time every morning is set an alarm clock and it should not, your alarm clock should not be on your phone and the alarm clock should not be next to your bed. The alarm clock should be in your kitchen next to your coffee maker. <laughs> this is true. So um, I actually got a, a decent coffee maker where it just kind of like instantly like one cup, it can do like an espresso, it can do a regular cup of coffee. So what I would do is I had the alarm clock right next to the coffee maker. It would go off at 530. I'd run over there, uh, double shot of espresso, hit that. And then um, from 530 to 550, um, I'd kind of wake myself up, ease into the day, enjoy the coffee. And then at 5.50, I would leave for the gym. Uh, my gym's about 10 minutes away. So um, at six o'clock, I would get to the gym um, and uh, and do my workout. The workout usually lasts about 45 to 50 minutes. Um, again, uh, kind of back to what Brent, um, Brent Gove says is um, an object in motion stays in motion. So um, you get up, you go to the gym. Um, that's what's going to give you energy for the entire day. Um, and you don't have to have an amazing workout every day. Some days it's just about just be there. I mean, you know, if, if you're not feeling it one day, just do like 25 minutes on the bike and listen to like a podcast or whatever. You don't have to get crazy. Um, so then at 6.50, um, I'd head home, get home at 7 a.m. Um, I'd have a protein shake, um, watch the news, check Twitter, any distractions that are going to uh, come up that I'm naturally like social media. I think we're all to some level addicted to it. So just try and just, all right, let's, let's get a hit of social media and get it out of our system. Um, so from seven to seven 30, um, protein shake and just kind of, uh, and if you're going to eat anything, like keep the food intake light during the morning. Cause you want to, you don't want anything that's going to weigh you down. You want to just continue on with your schedule. Um, at seven 30, uh, I kind of called that like my cleanup or like, you know, get ready or grooming time. Um, it would be, um, part of that. Um, and Jesse actually just <laughs> funny, just saw like a YouTube video of you talking about this. So it's kind of coincidental, but, um, the, you're, you should not take a hot shower in the morning, take a, like a, a, a medium temperature shower. And if you can knock it down to a cold shower for like two, three minutes, sometimes get a little crazy and go the whole shower, uh, as, as a cold shower, um, that is just going to give you like a jolt of, um, adrenaline. I mean, it's just as good as a cup of coffee. Um, 
Also, what that's going to do is going to build your mental toughness. And it is most likely a cold shower or at least turning the shower cold for a few minutes is most likely going to be the hardest part of your day. So if you think if, if while that cold water is hitting you, you, you can tell yourself, my clients can do nothing to me that is more painful than this, then you, basically you're, you're already, I mean, you, what do you have to be scared of? Like, there should be like, you shouldn't be afraid of the phone. You shouldn't be afraid of door knocking. You shouldn't be afraid of anything because you've already put yourself through an incredible amount of pain and you've made it. You, you, you've won right there. So um, 7.30 to 8 is the kind of the get ready part of the day. Um, 8 a.m. to 8.30, I do uh, gratitude, breath work, and prayer. Um, kind of could be any variation of those. But um, uh good thing about gratitude is... Uh, uh, produces an abundance mindset. You think of the things that you have, not the things that you lack, and that'll create more of what you want. Um, breath work is, uh, that's a pretty, pretty interesting concept that you probably do a whole nother podcast on, but, um, it, it helps with, uh, and then I guess all of it, um, funny enough, Justin, funny enough, Justin. is really to help with my EQ is my IQ. EQ is your emotional quotient. Um, so many people focus, are you still getting me there? It said my internet was unstable. Your, your picture froze, but the audio came through just fine. The, okay. the funny thing is I was, I was saying, actually, I don't think you could hear me. Um, we actually do have a whole uh, Agent Power Huddle on breathwork. If anyone wants to go deep, we got a full 30 minutes. If you just go to go to YouTube and search for Agent Power Huddle and breathwork or go to our site, uh, you'll find it there. But yeah, anyway, continue though. I, 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 you were talking about EQ. Yeah, yeah, breathwork, life-changing stuff. But uh, EQ versus IQ, so many people focus on like the IQ, your intelligence quotient and like how smart people are. But uh, your emotional quotient will take you much further in life. And nobody practices. It's like, um, I mean, I guess you want to talk about like a hidden secret. Like that is, um, you know, that that's big. Um, also goes along with um, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Um, so your responsibility in life is to be response able. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just leave it at that. I mean, that should be kind of self-evident, right? Um, then we move on to the eight 30 time slot from eight 30 to nine 30, um, is busy work. So anything that I don't want interrupting my lead gen, uh, time slot, I have to get done now. So that's deals, anything that I need to get done with my transaction coordinator, text and email follow up all gets done from 830 to 930. Um, the 9:30 time slot is the lead generation time slot. So back to the 12 week year, um, in 2021 and 2022, um, my lead generation goal, and I, I did, um, a lot of my lead generation is, uh, geo leads, and a lot of it through cold calling. So if I have a listing coming on somewhere or I just sold something, sold a home somewhere, I'll call the neighborhood, I'll ask them or I'll, I'll you know lead with a piece of value, let them know that a home came on the market or a home just sold. And then really just see what um, I can do for other people. Uh, try and come with like a service mindset versus like a sales mindset. Uh, makes the calls a lot easier. Um, but my goal was to do uh, 200 dials, uh, 200 dials a day. Uh, that usually resulted in 20 real estate conversations. Um, and five of those conversations would lead to <clears throat> somebody giving me their email address so I could you know, follow up with them with my uh, weekly newsletter. And then out of those 200 dials, 20 conversations, you, you probably pick up a, uh, a listing lead, which everything 
it is done. Uh, uh, everything in my business is done to generate listing leads because that's where the leverage is at. Um, and I, what I classify as a listing lead is someone who's going to move in the next one to five years. So I know that may seem like a wide, um, kind of like a wide time frame, but in five years from like a house is not going to get up and move. So if I can lightly follow up, you know, you know, a few years down the line, yeah, in five years from now, I'm going to want that listing. So I mean, I put it in the CRM. I, I think that I think that plays into your your consistency, right? This is something that when you commit to this, like it goes to the same idea. It doesn't matter if it's one years or five years. You're just building the pipeline. You're just being consistent, and year over year, your business continues to scale up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, compound effect. Okay. I have to ask you one quick question while while I'm while I'm jumping in. You said you do from. I forget the exact times, 8.30 to 9.30, 8 or 9 to 9.30. There's some time in there that you did, you said you work with your TC, anything that needs adjustment. Normally I hear coaches and trainers um, talking about, I do my prospecting first before anything else. Like, do you find it easier to do when you work on the, the whatever has to happen first, you get it out of the way. So you kind of feel like you scratch that itch as an agent, like, okay, I've taken care of it. Um, is that why you do it in that order? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have like a dyslexic mind where like my, I'll start thinking about different things and it'll take me away. Everything that I'm trying to do is just clear the slate for just lead generation only. Cause when I hit lead generation, there can't be any distractions with that. And if I see text messages coming through from clients that, you know, had something that needed to be addressed yesterday or whatever, I mean, I got to get that cleared out because my head doesn't, I mean, I just don't think that way. I don't like distractions. So I don't, I don't, I don't think many, I don't think, I think most agents are like you. I mean, I, I think that's a really interesting thing because I always hear these coaches say, do your prospecting first. And like, but people struggle with fighting against all those inbound notifications and things from yesterday. So I guess my question then becomes, how do you create a hard stop in the time when you don't let those things start to expand to take over your day? You spend your whole day morning putting out fires then and you feel productive, but three hours go by and you're like, I really didn't do anything. But how do you personally handle that? There's only a few things that are super important in real. There's no emergencies in real estate. So if there's anything that's like pressing, okay, I get that. I knock that out of the way. But um, like, I don't take appointments during the morning, um, or at least when I was following the schedule to a T, um, I didn't take appointments during the morning. If it was a listing appointment, it was afternoon or evening. If it was a showing and they had to absolutely see a house in the morning, I sent another agent to show them the home. But um yeah, I mean, just uh, you just you just got to hit the most pressing things so they're not a distraction when you do your lead gen. Now, I would say that I pretty much do my lead gen before anything else because I don't take appointments in the morning and I don't I don't do anything else really before that. Just the busy work time slot is just so I'm not being interrupted during my lead gen. Yeah, yeah, um, no, it makes to it makes total sense when you explain it like that. You're just trying to clear your brain whether you are diagnosable ADD or not ADHD, right? Now, most yeah. agents, if they're not diagnosed that way, they, they probably feel like they are, right? But it's just, you're clearing out distractions. Yeah, exactly. You got to clear out distractions. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the, uh, the mindset behind just anything that's pressing, get that out of the way. But I, then, yeah, I love the, it. Yeah, the, the lead generation is 9.30 to 11.30. And I do uh, the cold calls, um, in my uh, like geo leads or like circle prospecting is another word for it. And really just, I'm, I'm really just trying to, I mean, real estate's a contact sport. So I'm trying to make as many contacts as possible. The goal is to create so many opportunities that one opportunity doesn't, or one disappointment doesn't disappoint you. 
right? So you don't actually need to be a good salesperson if you have a lot of opportunities, because if you throw enough, you know, spaghetti against the wall, like some of the noodles are going to stick to it, right? <laughs> um, then uh, 1130, I end my lead generation session. I do from 1130 to noon, um, any missed calls, text messages that I missed during my lead gen, knock those out from 1130 to noon. Uh, noon is a lunch break from, from about 12 to 1 or 12 to 1245. I eat uh, half a chicken breast and some broccoli just to keep it light. And then if you get to that, if you get to your lunch break, if you get to noon and you have followed this schedule to a T, you've already accomplished more than 99% of your competition. Um, and at that point, I really don't care where your day goes. I mean, if you, if you have followed that to a T, you've done enough. Um, you, I mean, you've done enough. Uh, the afternoons and evenings, you can take your appointments. If you don't have any appointments, Go do whatever you want for the rest of the day. I mean, some people say, yeah, okay, you know, you do like social media or something in the afternoon. But I think if you can follow that schedule and you get to noon, um, you have, uh, you've won the day. I love that. I, lo I love that you give yourself some freedom in there to do things. I, I don't know. There's certain things you say that I can hear why you're able to be consistent with this. Whereas I've heard some schedules that seem a lot harder to be consistent with. It's, it's, this, it's just a shorter block of your day. And if you do that, then you've won the day. If you can do like, if you can just make, I'm not asking you to do anything crazy, just consistently do things that you know you can achieve. Like when I first started with the lead generation, it was only 30 minutes a day. Then I built it to an hour. And then I built it to two hours and the two hours is enough. Like if, if you're really working during those two hours, that's all you have to, I mean, that's all you need to run your real estate business. And then the rest of the rest of the time's yours. I, I love it. All right. We've we got about five minutes left to the bottom of the hour. If anyone uh, who's on here has questions for Justin or things they want to talk about on the Legion side or anything, I know he's got plenty more you can cover and I got things. I just want to see if anyone's got things they want to ask him about it. Oh, he's an open book. Yeah. All right. So, so I've, I've got a question. That no, no one's unmuting. I've, I've got a question. Um, I have always heard that when I was early on in my career, I heard the trainers say, you know, there's a freedom in following a schedule. And I was like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? I don't want to be locked in a schedule. And then one day in my career, something clicked. I'm like, oh, oh, there is a free, like, I get it. Do, do you find that also that there's a freedom to when you follow the schedule? So tell me more, tell me how that works for you. Yeah, basically, um, I mean, there's discipline creates freedom. So following your schedule is just an, another form of discipline. People that are undisciplined have no freedom because they're very reactive and they're a slave to what comes along their way. But if you're intentional and you're disciplined, then you get you get the things done that you need that you need done. And that's what generates the freedom. But it, it's so it's, it's so interesting, Justin. I bet anybody listening to this, right? If I didn't, if you didn't hear the beginning about how many homes a year Justin sells and you just listen to him talk. And then later at the end, I said, yeah, Justin sells, you know, by himself 40 homes a year. Would you, would, would you be surprised? Like it, not at all, right? Like it, it totally, you can see these again, success leaves clues. So in the last couple of minutes we have here, I just want to know a little bit about the leverage you're employing. You said you don't, you don't have a team, but you do have some agents, right? That do some showings for you. How did you start to balance that? And is that, I mean, that might be a whole other topic where you have you back to break that down. But what do you do with yeah. these agents? How'd you get some leverage in terms of how do you sell 40 homes a year without going, going crazy as a solo agent? Yeah. So um, the agents, like th these are not like agents on my team. There is no commission split or anything with them, but I do pay them hourly. 
And typically, um, these are busy work activities. So showings, sit at home inspections, do final walkthroughs, nothing that you need, like a high, you know, level of experience, or you don't need to be a top performer to do these activities. In fact, there's an in, there's a huge influx of new agents every year coming into the business that are looking for work that aren't busy and they would be happy to go, you know, for $25 an hour or whatever it is, you know, $50 a showing, whatever you come up with. Um, by outsourcing that work, you can one, um, be more in control of your schedule. Um, and two, do the higher value activities that really lead to, um, you know, the production and the listings. Um, if you focus all on, so like, uh, there's a, um, like a rule of thumb that one listing should lead to three pieces of business. So if I can work back, so the listing should sell, the seller should buy with you and the presence or just the mere possession of a listing should lead to one other piece of business. Um, I found for me personally, it's not a three to one, it's more to two, a two to one. So like, like 2.1 to 2.2, um, every listing I take. So if I can take 20 listings in a year, I'll sell 40 homes. So if I can work backwards to how do I get to those 20 listings, everything else will fall into place. I, lo I love it, Justin. All right. We, we've got like less than a minute left. Do you have any pieces of advice, yes. things that tie together? Any, any sort of like anything that, that you want to leave everybody with that anything like, do you have any mantras, sayings, uh, or just any piece of advice you want to leave everybody with today? Let's see. Mantras or saying, or, or anything, or anything you did, or anything you didn't cover anything. You're like, Oh yeah, I just want to make sure big other than that. I mean, if not, I think you've hammered it home that like, it just, it's such, it, there's such a beauty in this simplicity of consistency, but what, what, what do you have? What do you want to tie it all together with? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's kind of like live life by design or like live life with intention. Um, and that's, you know, that's how you're going to be in control of your life. If you're not in control of your life and your schedule and all that type of stuff, then you're going to fall victim to other people's schedule or just whatever's coming along in, uh, in your everyday activity. You're going to be a reactive agent. And the top agents in this business are intentional. So if you can be intentional with your schedule, you can be intentional with everything. Justin, I love it. And because this whole episode today is on schedules. I am going to end on time and make sure we do this. So if people want to get a hold of you, how can they reach you? How can they connect with you later? Yeah. Um, I mean, my phone number, uh, you can call or text me 330-414-3682. Um, if you're an EXP agent, you can find me on workplace, um, or Facebook or Instagram, um, any of that type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, all you have to do is reach out to me and I'm happy to I mean, I can go forever on real estate conversation. So you talk to me, I'm an open book. Yeah, you're good, Justin. Seriously, this is great. Thank you for being here, everybody. We will see you tomorrow, Justin. This is wonderful. Have a great Thank day, you. guys. Thanks, Bye, everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.